0: Visioneers, and welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are rising from recession. And our guest this week, to paraphrase Zig Ziglar, says, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. And our guest this week on Small Business Celebration is doing just that. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're going to learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. We're here with Stacey Hinzo, the owner of Minerobot Graphics. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Well, thank you for having me. And for visionaries who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do?
1: My name is Stacey Hinzo and like Michael said, I own Minerobot Graphics and I essentially am a branding expert. So I do graphic design, web design, marketing, social media management and photography
0: now this looks like an odd location to be having a graphic design business
1: where are we we are at skinsation
0: Ta-da! the
1: skinsation medical aesthetics here in bakersfield
0: and what does skinsations do
1: pretty much make your dream come true they do anything from cool sculpting which freezes fat permanently to botox fillers laser skin rejuvenation um, Even weight loss options.
0: Why are we here and not at your office? Because they're one of my favorite clients You started Monroe Bot Graphics for a reason Why did you start your own business?
1: <laughs> a big part of it at the time was um, my daughter. She was a baby okay. and she Uh, also was extremely colicky. So, I was a mom with no sleep.
0: Mm. And
1: in a corporate position, um, that I had all these ideas, ways that we could elevate the business, et cetera, et cetera. And um, it was almost eye rolls or being told no all the time. Mm. And I don't know if that also mixed with no sleep, um, I left and Dis- and with that amongst other things, kind of decided to just
0: give it a shot. And how long did it take Moonrobot to take off before you left your position? I hate saying this because I feel
1: like it's like bragging. Um, I guess you could say humble brag. <laughs> um, I, once I launched Moonrobot Graphics, it was approximately two to three weeks till I was completely slammed um, it was actually in September and I was slammed almost until November. Um, so I was I had no choice.
0: But you weren't an overnight success in three weeks. It took five, six, eight, ten years to become an overnight success. Part of your background is in fashion mm-hmm. and other types of graphic arts. How did that background help you? over those eight to ten years allow you to become an overnight sensation? It's a
1: random mix for sure, but I truly think it's because when you have clients come in that request you to dress them, it could be like you need to come up with something, they only have this amount of time, like et cetera, et cetera. And, um, so the fashion aspect because it was extremely deadline oriented Mm -hmm. and which usually you have negative minutes to make magic happen Mm. and that makes i feel like with bartending you get to read people really well Mm. so the stylizing it just kind of transformed to design for businesses Mm. because typically i like to um, have consultations in person Mm -hmm. which granted you know covid but because I can usually, off your vibes and off of what you explain to me, I can usually kind of, I'm weird, and I'll have this start going, Uh and I can come up with ideas, and that's honestly, I think, what has made it extremely successful.
0: Where did you learn how to become a graphic artist?
1: I have my degree online, but
0: then also a lot of YouTube. (laughs) YouTube? is our friend, Mm -hmm. yes. And you got your degree online, Mm -hmm. but a lot of it came through practice, Mm -hmm. a lot of it came through development. How have you taken these skills in reading people, your ability to have a sense of fashion, the ability to translate those notions or those ideas into graphics? How have you been able to help your clients pre-COVID with their marketing and advertising and their personal branding? Well, for me,
1: because I feel like so many people play it safe, mm. which also, and I don't want to put this in a way, I feel like it sounds rude, but it makes you boring, mm. and it's redundant. Well, if you blend in,
0: nobody notices you.
1: So my biggest thing is, okay, because realistically, whatever our businesses may be, mm-hmm. there's X amount of people that do the same thing that we do, right. and maybe even at a cheaper price. Right. So. The big thing is for me is that how can we make you stand out? How can we elevate you to a different level? What, what is the, like the essence of your brand? Who are you? Even backstories, families involved, like your employees, to where we feel like we know you mm-hmm. on top of also it looking
0: amazing. Here we are in the age of COVID and your business has shifted. Mm-hmm. To, to say the least, I think for most of us, our businesses have shifted during the age of Covid. How has this age, this season changed your business?
1: The crazy thing is, to be completely honest, when quarantine first hit, right, I had no I of like everyone else come utter panic. maybe fetal position in tears, um, (laughs) because I assist small businesses. Mm. And so I'm not necessarily a necessity, Mm. um, even though I feel like it is, but financially it may not be. So it was a little scary in the beginning. However, um, for example, last year, I I can't remember how many websites I, I designed. And this year, all social media oh. so it completely shifted
0: why did it shift
1: in my eyes i think it's in also discussions with clients mm-hmm. as well um people that may not have been focusing so much on social media or thought that it wasn't important or a necessity mm-hmm. because of covid it became a dire necessity why is that everybody's bored
0: okay at home. fair enough
1: fair enough sure <laughs> they're at home they're on their phones right and, you know, even if you're promoting posts or just making exposure, exposure, exposure. Mm-hmm. So it, social media. this has hands down been the year of social media.
0: The economy is evolving. Then with the, with the introduction of the COVID vaccines that are coming out, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. How is your business or how do you think small businesses are going to shift and change post-COVID? To be completely honest, I have no
1: idea. Okay. Like, but I think that people are more willing to try new things, mm-hmm. um, possibly more open-minded. And I think that this year, as bad as it may have been for some people, have made them realize the importance of some things. Mm. So maybe things that were lacking because we've actually had a year to stand still.
0: Oh, and
1: so you can actually think about things, analyze things, but when you're, especially as a business owner, when you're so busy and you're slammed Mm -hmm. and you're just trying to keep your head above water, it's go, 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 go. So you don't have time to think about those things, nor do you want to.
0: It seems to me that one of those long-lasting changes is a lot of businesses are gonna need to go with a quote-unquote hybrid model, both one foot in the physical space and one foot in cyberspace how have you been approaching this with your clients
1: with my clients because it is it's exposure like if i that's the one thing if i can say over and over
0: it's exposure 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 what do you mean by exposure um typically
1: pre-covid it would be not only your online presence Um, But you also need to network, you need to be places, you need to go to events, you need to shake hands, meet people, Mm -hmm. so that way you you remain in the forefront of their brain. Mm. And since meeting people is so awkward now, and you can't really understand conversations with a mask, Mm -hmm. it's, and nor can you really even remember faces, because you can't really see them. But, um, so now it's online presence Mm -hmm. is absolutely, it, I, I am hoping that people understand that that's extremely important as well.
0: Coming out of COVID, what organizations have helped you and Moon robot Graphics? EAKC, hands down. <laughs> and, and who is the EAKC? Execu-
1: Executives Association of Kern County.
0: And why them of all people?
1: To be completely honest, I was reluctant to join because I am a not great at networking. Mm. I, um, I'm i socially awkward. And um, however, the executive director, Kathy, she um, convinced me and I joined. And for me, um, not only has my business done extremely better, but it's kind of working smarter,
0: mm.
1: working a little bit less, like no need to promote and do this and do that. Like the referrals, are incredible, and you know what small business owner doesn't re- you know depend on referrals. So
0: it's been amazing. And if visioneers want to find more about where we are, how do they do that?
1: Go to skinsationmedical.com.
0: And how do you spell skinsation? S
1: K I N S A T I O N.
0: And how, do, how else do they get in touch with them?
1: Follow, follow, follow skinsation underscore medical on Instagram and Facebook.
0: And if visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
1: Actually, the most effective way would be to go either to my website and you can, you know, contact me or you can just contact me at my email. What's your website address? It's monrobotgraphics.com.
0: And how do you spell monrobotgraphics?
1: M-O-N-R-O-E-B-O-T graphics.com. What's your email address? (laughs) It's Stacy at
0: monrobotgraphics.com. And could you spell Stacy, please? Yes, it's S-T-A-C-E-Y. E-Y, that's the important part, is the E-Y. Yeah. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, And notify and leave a comment. We love hearing what you have to think, what you have to say, what you think about our guest questions that you have for our guests because they do answer them here on Small Business Celebration. And when we come back, we're going to find out why Stacy, who had preferred to be in a windowless room, in a windowless office, and get Domino's pizza delivered three times a day, just like somebody else I know, (laughs) when we go right back. It's a new year and a new you. This is the year you communicate your business more clearly, more succinctly, and more effectively to your clients, your customers, and your employees. Set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition by joining Toastmasters. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to toastmasters.org and click on the find a club button and set your business ahead of covid and ahead of your competition go to toastmasters.org and click on the find a club button that's toastmasters.org and click on the find a club button today we're here with stacy hinzo the owner of Monroebot graphics like we said before we are not in her office because her office is at home she has a home-based office and complete with how old is your daughter she just turned five just about ready to go to school mm mm-hmm. she knows all of her letters and numbers and and she's already doing math yes and she actually
1: which i don't know but she honestly we counted can name 24 different dinosaurs
0: holy cow Mm -hmm. Wow, all I know is a triceratops. Anyway, but but that leads us into our Visioneer question. And Visioneer Kenji asks, I own a business and I'm currently working from home due to COVID. What techniques do you suggest that are inexpensive that I can do to look and sound more professional on Zoom? Okay, so first lighting, lighting,
1: lighting, lighting. Why lighting? For one, the professional aspect, uh-huh. it makes everything, if if you look good, it images everything. So okay. you need to look good, um, even if you have a breakout, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. lighting can hide it. Okay, And um, that would be first and foremost. And then secondly, just find a really great place in your home. Mm-hmm. So even if it's, you buy six, You know pieces of art or one piece of art or if you do canvas throw a succulent whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. you can doctor up to where you have one corner of your house because maybe your whole house is a hot mess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that looks beautiful and (laughs) it looks
0: professional and nobody will know the difference nobody will know and what have you learned from sound because so often we're dependent on the the microphone that the computer has and the microphone may not be that great
1: No, it's sometimes it's not. Um, For me personally, whether it's Bluetooth wireless Hmm. earbuds, or you plug in a headset, or if you want to step it up a notch, you can get a mic Mm -hmm. that you can, you know, whether it's Bluetooth or you can plug in as well.
0: That makes a huge difference. Why is this level of professionalism so key?
1: Well, when you could check out videos on YouTube (laughs) uh, or on Instagram or. Twitter of right. people and their uh, Zoom fails, Right, but um, for one, you know, you don't want to be that person that's talking and there's no sound or, you, or it looks a hot mess behind you or you have crazy shadows and you look like, you know, a monster. You just need to make yourself look as professional as, as
0: possible. If you look professional, then you are professional. Yes. And one of the other things about this is you learned this the hard way. You are not the same person today that you were 5, 10, 15 years ago. And how has your life's journey changed the way that you do business and carry yourself today? Personally, especially with social
1: media, Mm -hmm. um, like we chatted about off-camera, you know, you can portray yourself to be whoever you want, Mm. social media, on your website, whatever the case may be. However, like in the beginning, I thought, you know, a blazer suit, you need to be super professional, design your shoes and purse, otherwise you won't be taken seriously. And now, you know, being more experienced or with, you know, more life, more experiences, um... You just you be you, like. But however, you do need to represent your business in the best way possible. So don't take it too far. Don't go out in a sweatsuit. <laughs> Still remain professional. However, right. show some of yourself with that.
0: You mentioned that you need to be you, but at the same time, you need to be professional. This is a topic that a lot of people have a challenge with is, quote-unquote, authenticity. What is authenticity?
1: Being your most authentic self. Even though you have a business and you do need to remain professional in a way, I personally, what people I follow or who inspire me are people who are real and they're honest. Mm-hmm. And if it means discussing fails, discussing d- mental health issues, or just being in a funk, whatever the case may be, you just, I feel that it's in social media and almost in general, and especially in the business world, that that's what inspires me Mm. and that's what drives me is finding out or knowing people just being honest Mm -hmm. instead of a facade
0: but there's that fine line between being authentic and then being overly authentic how do you separate your personal life from your business life or is it a blend of the two
1: for me personally I think it's if you provide—I don't want to say provide because that sounds like a service—but if you splash some real in, you know, whether it's your post or whatever the case may be, it just—and I feel like it also really depends on what your business is. If you have employees, if it's just you, uh, whatever the case may be, it really, honestly, is personalized. Mm. But for me. Me personally, even when from time to time an owner speaks out and says something, even if it's just being great, expressing gratitude Mm -hmm. is huge. And I think just being a real person instead of you know a growing empire, it just that draws me. So it is. It is a fine line, though.
0: Is it okay to admit failure? Absolutely. Why?
1: Because there is no success without failure.
0: Sounds like you've learned this the hard way. Yes. <laughs> How so?
1: Um, well, I mean, there's been a few, but off the top of my head, the biggest, uh, I feel like, flop that I went through, it was the first year open my business. It was completely slammed and overwhelmed. And then December came along. It was actually, I think, right before Thanksgiving came along, and then it was crickets. Uh. And... It, it was like that throughout December, and it was I was at the point where I thought I was gonna have to start applying for a job. Mm. And um, my husband, because if it weren't for him, I would be that person, not getting out of bed, like in a funk. However, um, he's also kind of, he's, I, we would call it like shaking, like just come up and shake you. Like, it's, like there's, um, I think it's Cougar Town where they say, Instead of um, it's like slap out of it, right? And literally slap you. <laughs> so, um, and if it weren't for me being slow at that time, um, I was able to do a fundraiser for a friend's daughter of mine that came down with leukemia. Mm. And even though my business was super small, we were able to raise almost a thousand dollars for the family because, of course, um, you know, finances kind of completely plummet when you obviously have to be with your child 24-7. Right. Um, So that was my success of that month. Instead of looking at it that Minorbot Graphics itself flopped and was dead, we were able to do that for a family.
0: How were you able to take some of these challenges that you've had or one of these major challenges? And how did that change you as a person? Because you mentioned that you were fairly outgoing. And as we talked about prior to our conversation on camera, you were a very dynamic person. And over time, you've, you've pulled back a little bit. Why is that? Well,
1: um, nobody. there's really no pamphlet or 101 of what to expect with a business. Hmm. And with success, uh, a lot of people just think with success comes all this happiness, money and happiness. And some people, despite whatever they may be going through, you may get haters, Mm -hmm. you get gossip, Mm -hmm. you get people that turn on you or, and it's not all rainbows and unicorns. Mm -hmm. So it really, it's a, Sometimes it's, it's extremely hard, but it gives you a really thick skin. Mm. And you, for me, myself, I mean, I can't speak for anyone else, but for myself, it taught me to shake it off. Like, give it a moment, grieve for whatever it is for a moment, and you better pick yourself back up mm. and get back right back to it. Mm-hmm. And don't let it, because it can trickle into your personal life, it can trickle into your relationships, whether it's with your kids, friends, family, spouse it can, uh, can affect things in a really negative way if you allow it to.
0: One of the challenges that a lot of business owners have and quite frankly, one of their big fears about doing anything online, like doing anything through social media are the people that are the haters, the mm-hmm. detractors. How do you help your clients from the lessons that you yourself have learned On how to deal with these detractors, and in the comment section of their posts,
1: you have to keep. You have to lock it up, keep it together. Because for me, circa 10 years ago, you'd end up, especially on Facebook, you could end up in some sort of war going back and forth for and and waste so much energy for a long period of time, Mm -hmm. and it's ridiculous. and in all honesty, even recently I had, um, it was a family member hmm. that uh, for my clients, of course I send out requests for them to follow my clients' pages because I'm gonna do everything in my, that I possibly can to grow their social media exposure. Right. And um, through a meme on there, um, and uh, through a meme, tagged me in it, So everybody else could see as well and it was extremely hateful and for me what I did was Gave it a day Because if you react immediately It's you're probably gonna regret it Mm -hmm. and gave it a day and wrote a very I Did write a response and then I deleted because and for me the response was that it's unfortunate that you, took the, that you took the time and energy to post something like this When all I'm trying to do is provide for my family Which is also your family So,
0: good day <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing Frank Sinatra when I say this But the, but the greatest revenge is complete and utter success hmm and when we come back, we're going to find out more about that success and how you can do it if you've got a home-based business. When we come right back, the reason we're here in this location interviewing Stacy is because of a comment that came from a visioner like just like you on our LinkedIn. Facebook and Instagram pages, the comments that you, Vision Your Nation, give us are invaluable. They're the questions that we lean on to ask our guests, find out what kinds of guests to have or what kinds of professions to interview. So, your thoughts, your insights are important. So, keep them coming. Reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and if you like, leave a comment here on YouTube and let us know what you think that we can help you with so that we can help you grow a strong and profitable business. We're here with Stacey Henso, the owner of Monrobot Graphics, and Visioner Raquel asks: How do you juggle a full-time business that's constantly evolving and changing? A full-time child and trying to have a full-time life. All at the same time.
1: If everybody's listening, everybody out there, a lot of alcohol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lot.
1: But um, uh, on a serious note, um, you know, everybody always discuss, and this is uh, t- annoying to me, but it's like everybody always talks about balance. And there is no balance. There never will be a balance. Mm. It's choices. Mm. You have to make choices every day, whether it's to, you know, if you're, for me, because my daughter being a toddler, if she starts acting out, it's because I'm not giving her, because I'm neglecting her in a way.
0: Mm.
1: And so you have to recalibrate and figure out if it means you wake up earlier to get work done before she wakes up, um, or bribing helps (laughs) with toys or with crafts. (laughs) But I have found for me personally, it's continue, like modifying my schedule mm-hmm. and if it means sometimes I have to work on the weekends when my husband's there to watch her, I have to do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if I'm not closing my laptop until 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. I got to do what I got to do. And with my daughter, it's, I mean, for me, my family and my daughter is my priority. So. Mm-hmm. I modify everything else around that for whatever is currently going on.
0: What do you do with your time off? First of all, do you have any time off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so when quarantine first hit, right. I had about a week and a half of slow time, <laughs> and which is super rare, right. but the very beginning it was panic, like freaking out, but then it was like, okay, cool, I'm just gonna roll with it. So, with my background with um, in the fashion industry, I have I've been googling trying to find these specific designed um, accessories, mm. and it's and fashion accessories. Yes. Okay. So, I started creating jewelry. Really,
0: what kind of jewelry?
1: Leather. They're kind of they're retroy in a way because okay. I'm an '80s, early '90s baby. Okay. So. They're retro. They're unlike anything you can find out there, because trust me, I've looked. And um, necklaces, bracelets, and I just started carrying the, the wide brim hats.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. you got the accessory to show off. Mm-hmm. What is the name of your website for your for these
1: fashion accessories? Follow um, on Instagram or Facebook neon, at Neon neonbadass, and neonbadass.com is the website
0: this is a, a side business that you do this, uh, is this a business that you plan on taking national and international and creating a multinational conglomerate with
1: um right now it's just fun okay um i mean of course you know if oprah started wearing them you know <laughs> then I, I can die but right now it's just fun and it's just something that i can do with my daughter since i have her a lot more during covid uh and so we get to do it together, and she loves it. Her current favorite that she's obsessed with, and I found that she was hiding them, is um, I started making mood ring, like the mood little, uh-huh. like, for stud
0: earrings. Right, So. and she gets to play with mommy. Yep. And she gets to bang on things and, and break things. she gets to
1: hammer the leather, and she gets to be right there, so, yeah.
0: How did you learn how to do this?
1: I have never done it before in my life. It really? was just, I kind of, I winged it, Mm-hmm. And of course, like just with anything else and with business in general, you have to try and then you find out what works, what doesn't work. Right. And if you have to do a little research, whatever you need to do. Well,
0: what kind of research or how did you do research to find out about this? Google. Google, Google, Google.
1: Google is your friend. Yes. Google is my homie. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> and spin uh, spinoff, I'm guessing, on YouTube as well?
1: Yes. YouTube with tutorials mm-hmm. helps tremendously. Um, I. But yes, googling things, and um, what a lot of people don't realize is people put in generic questions when you need to be extremely specific. So mm-hmm. if you don't find what you need right away, mm-hmm. and you don't have the time to go through X amount of search listings, mm-hmm. you keep. You just keep redoing it, recalibrating, trying, try and rephrasing it, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to
0: find typically pretty easily what you need. This sounds like something that you have learned also through your customers. Yes,
1: um, with designing websites,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, search engine optimization is absolutely vital.
0: For those who don't understand, cause we, we often hear Search engine optimization, also known as SEO, to the point that we become tone deaf. Mm-hmm. So what what is what what are you trying to do with social media, and you're trying to do with your website so that people can find your business?
1: I look at it as kind of a worst case scenario situation. Mm. So if people, because not everybody is tech savvy, not everybody is internet savvy, right. um, and not everybody has patience to continue searching, so mm. you need to have your worst case scenario set of whatever people may or may not use. In while in their Google search mm-hmm. to make sure you pop up on everything.
0: Mm. How do you do that? How do you find that wide variety of words to include in your social media or including your your website? Is there another website that helps you with that, or is it something that you open up the thesaurus and you try to jot a whole bunch of things down?
1: No, I mean there's several different ways you can do it. There are tools that you can utilize, and there um, you can Google.
0: Like, well, what, what tools do you
1: use? I just still use Google because okay. even if you were to, even for social media or for hashtagging, um, it changes and algorithms change so often mm. that you need, like, you need to do hard research mm. because you can't just necessarily rely on whatever some app that you're paying for is telling you. Right. So stuff like that, you need to go, you know, you need to do your own
0: research. How do you do that? Uh, because I, I know I'm asking a very detailed question here, but if you're trying to, for example, in this location, where, where are we at again? Skinsation Medical. And how do we find Skinsation skin, skin
1: Medical? At skinsationmedical.com, or you can follow on Instagram or Facebook, skinsation underscore medical.
0: If you're trying to build a bunch of keywords associated with this business, how, what was your process of doing that for them? It depends on your business mm. and it depends on how
1: you want to grow your business. If you're wanting just more followers, mm-hmm. then you can do more generic, you know, whether it's hashtagging or key phrases and or has, whatever. What's they, a hashtag? One simple way I could put it, it's almost like the fancy worm or whatever bait that you put on a fish hook uh-huh. that can get the fish that you want.
0: So it's when people go through and search,
1: Yes. the so, search engine
0: will find that word?
1: Yes. Okay. If you, for example, since we're at Skin Station, if you were to search for Botox or you search for Bakersfield Botox, mm-hmm. then past posts of, of ours would pop up.
0: Nice. Okay. And you can tailor this to your business. Mm-hmm. How do you find those particular words that are going to work best for your business? A, a, like everything
1: else is trial and error. Okay. Because some may be super popular but it doesn't necessarily guarantee exposure or that people will see you. Okay. So it's out of your hands, but you just try and you know, pretty much see what happens and you continue and you roll with it.
0: How often do you update your hashtags?
1: I honestly every post. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It depends because you need to be specific or and it depends on what demographic you're trying to target. So it's targeting strategy, so you just try, and usually I'll use the same ones if it's a local business, like business to business services, then you still need to t- hashtag wherever you are, so it's Bakersfield, all the Bakersfields, and Bakersfield Business, Bakersfield whatever.
0: Okay. And
1: also with you know other hashtags as well.
0: What gets you up every morning to open your business?
1: For one, it's really my clients. Um, my clients and my reputation because referrals have placed me where I am today and I'm forever grateful and I take each project personally and I made a promise to you that I'm going to, we're going to achieve this together and I am not going to fail you or drop the ball on my end hmm. so cuz of course I work from home like I could just take naps all day, I could, you know, do all kinds of stuff, but, um, and I would love to, you know, even a vacation, I would love one, but um, it really has to do with what I, it's a promise that I make to every client that I have.
0: And if visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
1: You can either email me at Stacy at follow uh, at MineralBotGraphics, and or you can contact me on my website, which is com.
0: Stacy, this has been a pleasure. Thank you very much for being on Small Business Celebration and Happy New Year! <laughs>
1: Happy New Year to you too.
0: It's a new year and a new you. This is the year you communicate your business more clearly, more succinctly, and more effectively to your clients, your customers, and your employees. Set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition by joining Toastmasters. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button. That's Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button today. Who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business leader who is a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be be and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioners understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioners define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Join the Visioneer tribe at Small Business Celebration on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.